0: Welcome, everyone, to the Meaningful Hearts Podcast, where we discuss the everyday questions that make us or break us if we let them. With your hosts, Drew and Daniela, take our hands and let's walk this journey together. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Meaningful Hearts podcast. Before I begin, I do want to um, give just a brief thank you and also apologize in advance because I know Drew mentioned I wasn't feeling the greatest. I've I've been out of commission. I've been pretty sick these last few weeks, and we had also done Date with Destiny, so I apologize in advance if you hear me cough or... If I need to stop to take a quick water break and thank you for understanding. So I know Drew in his episode, he talked about his experience in Date with Destiny. And I thought it would also be good to share my experience in Date with Destiny and in the world of Tony Robbins. Because even though we both attended the event, it's actually something that I learned in the event that two people and I've actually Learned this just in my life experiences that two people can go through the same thing and come out with completely different meanings, similar meanings, or have different experiences and so I think it's always good to get different perspectives. One of the things that was similar though was drew's experience in realizing um, he talked we talked about masculine and feminine energy throughout the event we both came to these realizations about what kind of energy we had both been in. Drew came to the realization that he had been more in feminine energy. And I had came to the realization that I've been more in masculine energy. And it's not necessarily that there's anything wrong with somebody being in their, like their opposite of their core. So On average, a man's core is masculine energy and a woman's core is feminine energy. This might vary depending on the person, but on average. And so Drew is very much into his masculine energy. And, you know, throughout the event, I actually realized that I have a hard time sometimes being in my own feminine energy for lots of different reasons, my own personal experiences in life and needing to stand up for myself and being independent. I I did come from a single mom household and, you know, she pretty much was the role model for having to be in masculine energy. And again, not that there's anything wrong with being in one or the other, but there are instances when not being in our core energies or not practicing our core energies can affect the relationships that we have, especially our most intimate one. And I think Drew's example of um, when we went on the trip, so Drew has a fear of heights and... There was a part during our trip when we were in the car with my dad and his wife, and we were climbing up like one of the tallest mountains. Well, actually, I don't know if it's one of the tallest mountains in New York or not New York, New Hampshire. But in any case, we rose up to 6,000 feet in elevation, which is pretty high. And there was no barriers around. So it was pretty dangerous. And so Drew was concerned. He was worried, his fear of heights. And looking back on it uh, throughout the event, I realized that it was in those moments that I started to be more in my masculine energy because I was like, oh my God, I need to make sure that he's okay. I need to make sure that he feels safe. And while it comes from a good place, it really put him in a place where he started to be more in his feminine energy as opposed to his masculine energy. I'd like to believe that I'm making sense, but if I'm not, well, I'm a human being and we all make mistakes. But anyway, this was the realization throughout. One of the biggest realizations throughout the event is that I sometimes allow myself to be too much in my masculine energy. And Drew tries to have a balance of his own masculine energy. But we, since we feed off each other, you know, I become too much in my masculine. He becomes too much in feminine. And so we become what Tony Robbins calls depolarized, um, which is his way of saying that things, I guess, get a little bit out of whack, out of sync. I think out of sync is better. And so this was a very powerful realization throughout the event. And it was definitely uncomfortable conversations that Drew and I had, but I also realized that In a relationship, if there is no challenges, if there is no hardships, there's also no growth. So for anybody out there who is in a relationship or who wants a relationship or even if you fear getting into a relationship out of the pain and the hurt, I think it is important to acknowledge that pain and hurt and sometimes disappointment and disagreements, these things are inevitable you're bound to disagree with your partner or something, or even your friendships. And it's not so much the disagreements or the conflicts themselves that make the difference. It's how you work through those disagreements and how you come out of them that really do make the biggest difference. And I am so grateful and so appreciative that The foundation that Drew and I have built on our relationship has helped us get to a point where we can recognize hey, we're going through a little bit of a rough patch right now, but I can't wait to see what we come out on the other side, how we can challenge each other, how we can help each other grow. You know, it's never, at least for me, and I don't think, you know, for Drew really either, there isn't a thought of like, oh my goodness, this is going to make or break our relationship. For me, it's more like, oh, we're in a disagreement right now. Oh, I think he's upset with me or he's annoyed with me or maybe I'm annoyed with him. And we're having a hard time. And sometimes that lasts longer than I would like it to. But each time that we have an uncomfortable conversation, I'm like, oh, babe, I'm so glad that you and I are able to have these honest conversations with each other, even when they're hard to hear, even when it's difficult, even when we don't want to hear the things that maybe our partner has to say. Um, I'm glad that we're able to have them. And I think that was definitely something that I realized, or it was really emphasized rather through the event is, okay, like our relationship, I, I did have a fear that, our honeymoon phase was going to end or that, you know, when are we going to get to that point where we just like disagree with everything like couples do and they just argue about everything. I had a lot of fear. I wanted our relationship to stay really good all the time. And I think throughout our time together so far and doing the event, it really helped cement for me like, Hey, you know what? It's okay to go through rough patches. That's how you guys grow, which is so ironic because I advocate that to my clients and sometimes it's harder to see for myself until I actually go through it. So that was one of my biggest takeaways throughout the event. Another takeaway, this is more on a personal level that really, really stood out to me during the event. Um, And I'm excited about sharing it with you guys because it is a moment of I guess, educating you on something that I learned. And, you know, it's a moment of vulnerability. And I always say that, not always, but I do believe that with vulnerability comes a lot of empowerment. And it's when people are most vulnerable that I find them to be the strongest or I'm able to make the most connection with them. So I hope that in sharing what I learned with you guys, you guys can take one thing even if it's just one thing that'll that'll mean a lot so Tony Robbins talks about the six human needs the six human needs that he came up with are certainty uncertainty or variety significance connection and love and growth and contribution now this is three years of doing work the reason why I wanted to share this with you guys is because I think I've talked about on this podcast, and if I haven't, then first time for everything, right? Um, <clears throat> excuse me, there was that cough I was talking about. <clears throat> so I think I've talked about the dynamic of the relationship that I have with my family members. Um, it's definitely been a tough one for me, you know. I I realized throughout maybe the last few years, and as an adult, just how strained my relationship is with my mom and even my brother. Sometimes I I love them both. I care about them deeply. But I think I've always felt like the black sheep, or like they're always going to know better than me, or like my feelings don't matter. And so over the last maybe year or so, I've really been trying to figure out ways to work through Resentment and anger that I have towards them, more so my mom, because she's my mom. And so, leading up to this event, I find myself, or I was finding myself, getting very annoyed at everything that she would say, any little thing that she would do, because I just felt like, why are you being like that? Like, why can't you see outside of yourself? Why does everything have to be about you? Because that's how I felt. You know, it's throughout my life, you know, I, I felt like everything was about my mom and my feelings didn't matter and I didn't matter and I wasn't important enough. And so throughout this event, um, I really realized that part of the reason why I was staying so much in these feelings of resentment these feelings of anger and this feeling of like oh this is this is me like why should i have to be the one to budge why should i have to forgive like why should i have to teach her how to treat me like all of these very me 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 right that's what i realized throughout the event and when he talks about the six human needs, one of the questions that he asks is, what need does your behavior try to satisfy? Satisfy. And when I asked myself that question, I realized, oh, staying in my anger and my resentment helps me feel significant. And it helps me feel certain. And that was a really, really big moment for me because then the next part of it is, What other needs can you focus on instead? Because ultimately, his point is that if you lead with significance and certainty in your life, then you're setting yourself up for a life of pain because certainty and significance is so hard. It's so hard to achieve in so many different ways. And when this is your goal, you really set up yourself to. Stay in feelings of anger and resentment, or not so good feelings like I was. That was a very powerful realization for me. And now, the question that I'm working on asking myself is well, it's a few questions actually, but one of them is in what other ways can I? Satisfy certainty and cer- and significance, but also what other needs can I focus on altogether? because life is more than just certainty and significance, like variety. I love variety, having variety is exciting, and that's important. Not all of us like variety, not all of us like uncertainty because it plays into our fears, but that is important, and I think the one that he really abides by is growth. And even contribution for him is like at the highest level of needs. And so focusing on other types of needs is definitely interesting and definitely a different approach. And of course, I will also say that I am human and I'm still finding myself annoyed and frustrated with things that my mom says and does and even sometimes my brother, but My perspective and my outlook is a little bit different than I was prior to the event. Because ultimately, these feelings of anger and resentment, um, they only end up doing me more harm than good because I stay in them. And I don't know about you guys, but being angry and resentful all the time, it's pretty exhausting. Um, It definitely takes a lot of energy. And I don't want to live my life that way. I don't want to live my life being angry and being resentful and staying in negative feelings. Now, is it very challenging? Extremely so. I know that I advocate for a different mindset and I know that I advocate for, you know, it's the meanings that we attach to experiences is important, but I'm also a human being and I'm learning along the way, just like Drew is learning and we're both learning together and we're both learning for each other. And we're bound to make mistakes. I know I'm bound to make mistakes. I'm maybe 80, 90% sure that if my mom or my brother were to listen to what I'm saying, they would probably be hurt in some way, shape or form because I'm talking about them. I think that's just natural. That's as human beings. And hence the whole... I'm a human being, I'm going to make mistakes. There are things that I'm going to be okay with. There are things that are going to feel good when I try them. And then there's going to be a day when I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, today, today I'm annoyed. Today I'm frustrated. Today I'm back in my anger and my resentment because I'm just a human and I allow myself that grace. And I also encourage you listening to really allow yourself to explore What emotional needs or what human needs you look to satisfy when you are in a specific feeling or in a specific situation? And ultimately, is it healthy? Is it something that's sustainable? And also think about, you know, what Drew talked about and when I talked about earlier is, um, are you more masculine energy or are you more in feminine energy? And ultimately, what does that do for you? Because I know for me, my masculine energy in a lot of ways served me in protecting myself and advocating for myself and pursuing the things that I want and the things that I am passionate about, that fighter, that warrior in me. That is what my masculine energy has done for me. But my masculine energy has also not allowed me to be in my feminine energy and there are times where i feel insecure you know i was a tomboy growing up for different reasons and i would feel insecure when i you know when i would see other girls you know either get more attention or they i just felt like they were prettier even with makeup you know i never really honed into those things and not that that's only the, what's about feminine energy but i hope you get the gist of what I'm saying. The last thing that I wanted to share with you all is really something that resonated with me as well, that he said repeatedly throughout the, um, the event. I mean, he said so many things. It was like 14 hour days and I'm very much, I need to write everything down and, you know, get it all. So there was a lot of different things, but this one thing in particular, I really liked because I think if we all put this into practice, our lives ultimately can become more meaningful. And this is what he said. He said that it's important to turn frustration into fascination. That when you're confused, it actually means that you're about to learn something. And when you're frustrated, it actually means that you are bound, you are about to have a breakthrough. And I thought, wow, this is so true because it is in our most difficult moments when we're most frustrated that we actually end up learning something about ourselves and we make a change. I know there are times in my life where I was so frustrated, so upset, so fed up, and that's what led me to make the change. And then there were times in my life where I remember feeling so confused and not understanding, and then I learned something about myself. And so I thought this was a really powerful message that I really wanted to share with you guys alongside a little bit more about masculine and feminine energy and then the six human needs. So that's my episode. I hope it was an enjoyable one to listen to. I think I only coughed once and took a water break once and I look forward to Continuing to have episodes and share the things that I learn with you guys and also have conversations with Andrew about the things that we can do for you guys and how we can ultimately serve you and help you guys build a more meaningful life, just as we are looking to build a more meaningful life, Life, yeah, meaningful life, a meaningful life. Yes, a meaningful life for ourselves. See, I'm a human being um thank you so much for listening to this rant and i think drew and i will do the next episode together so we will catch you all then